the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Hump Day. Hump Day. Ooh, and what a huge, fat, big old nasty hump it is, babies. <laughs> I'm in a mood, but you know what? I'm actually in a good mood. You know why I'm in a good mood? Because I, I just I woke up today just ready to fight. I am warm, and let let me tell y'all, I am really warm at the Republican Party tonight. The con game that they're trying to run on us involving this impeachment. We've got to talk about that tonight. We've got to talk about the fact that we've got another company that's about to go down. They might already be in in, in the market for a bankruptcy attorney as we speak. This is a company that was supposed to be about liberty, and the only thing they're protecting is the swamp. We've got to talk about that tonight, those topics, and so much more. Don't forget that you can always, if you miss any part of tonight's show or any of the shows, or it's just so yummy, you want to relive it and retaste it all over again, don't forget our podcast, which is typically uploaded by about noonish the next day. We also have a 24-hour hotline number, 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. And you can always email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Got an email last night. Somebody saying, how can I listen to the August 31st show? By going to the podcast. Download it wherever you get your podcast. Before I go any further, one of the reasons why this is a big old fat hump, even though it's a short week, is because we said goodbye last night to DJ Potato Skins, but have no fear, because in the house with us tonight is the one, the only, it's DJ He's brunette, five foot eight, two hundred pounds of cheese curds in khakis. Here he is, DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, buddy, it's it's awesome to be back in the booth with you. Well, thank you. Awesome to have you back. uh, with the OGs of the AK show, I think to this to this day, both you and Skins have done more Andrea K shows than AK herself. I, I so th- I think so. <laughs> I'm keeping a tally over here, but it's always a pleasure because you always have. I love your opinion. It's always an original take on all the craziness going on in the days, and you have the fire and energy at the end of the day that we all need to get through this hump like you're talking about. Well, thank you. I still power myself over the hump with my donuts. And (laughs) Sticks was the, he was the original DJ Maple Bar before he went all healthy on me, just to refresh her memory on how he became DJ Carrot Sticks. All right, I don't know what, um, I'm going to keep it polite. 
I'm not going to be name calling certain people in the Republican Party. But when I see the con and, you know, I, I am an old school saleswoman. I will tell you guys, I am the last person any car salesman wants to see come on the lot. Furniture salespeople run for me in the stores. OK, even the great sales like, oh, no, here she is because I'm impossible to sell because there's not a sales technique anybody has used out there that I haven't used and done it better. Okay, because I was trained by the absolute best. So I resent the snot out of the Republican Party trying to play me, trying to gaslight me with this impeachment inquiry nonsense. Marjorie Taylor Greene continues to disappoint me. She's the one that propped up Kevin McCarthy. She's the one that helped push the 20 of these so-called heroes who wouldn't vote for Kevin McCarthy, but said, okay, we'll vote for him if we get vacate the chair back in. She was all in for Kevin McCarthy from the jump. And you know what? She's the OG. She is the new... um, Well, I can't think of anybody on the Senate side, but she's just an incredible disappointment to me because she is continuing to push. She's trying to pretend that her demands, that she's not going to vote to expand the $30 trillion in debt, to continue to fund everything that the left wants through continuing resolutions. She's trying to think, she's trying to, she assumes my stupidity so much that I can't see through when she says, I'm not going to vote for this continuing resolution unless I get an impeachment inquiry that I'm too stupid to know that that is worthless. That an impeachment inquiry at this point with the evidence that we have against Joe Biden, that we're supposed to buy into that as being some kind of measure of accountability is so in- insulting to my lady parts. An impeachment inquiry would take about 90 days and buys would do nothing but buy the Republican Party, the uniparty system, 90 days to get us into a primary season. And then uh, then, you know, they're already saying out the job, well, this is the proper way to do an impeachment. This is the process that the Nancy Pelosi should have used before. This will get, allow us to do a proper investigation. Well, hold up a second, lady. And I use the term loosely. We are already years into an investigation. An inquiry is an investigation. You don't start another investigation when you're so far into an investigation already that has already revealed crimes committed by the person of interest. Comer, who I thought was a good guy until he started blatantly participating in the con, came out today asking the National Archives for emails showing that the Biden uh, uh, vice president's office colluded with Hunter's business. Sending a letter. This is what this is what we've got from this Republican Party. They're going to send a letter. We know even with the redacted emails from the National Archives, there's over 5,000 of them in which Joe Biden used an alias co- coordinated with his son to affect policy of the United States of America. It's documented. That's a crime. The Democrat Party and some Republicans as well in the second impeachment go around against Donald Trump didn't waste anybody's time with an inquiry. They didn't bother to even identify a crime that had been committed. There wasn't even a scent of a crime, and yet they impeached Donald J. Trump twice, once for a phone call. And yet the Republican Party is trying to play me and trying to think that I'm so stupid, I'm going to buy into this impeachment inquiry nonsense. But hold up, Andrea. 
the Republican Party actually is involved in an impeachment. Yeah, you're right. Who's talking about the fact that right now the Republican Party did pull the trigger on impeachment? And who are they impeaching right now? Not Joe Biden, whom James Comer said, uh, uh, he said uh, that the email exchanges provide, quote, evidence of collusion between Biden's vice presidential office and his son's businesses. Comer went on to say Joe Biden never built an absolute wall between his family's business dealings and his official government work. His office doors were wide open to Hunter's Business Association. There is evidence of collusion in efforts to spin media stories, uh, corruption, um, uh, and went on, on and on and on. So who has the Republican Party decide to impeach but for Joe Biden? Ken Paxton. Ken Paxton. The Texas State Attorney General, who's been quite active, our only effective Republican State Attorney General. And why did the Republican Party pull the trigger? To impeach Attorney General Paxton because he was effective, because he was effective at pushing back against the Democrat policies. And why did the Republicans start even investigating Ken Paxton? Because of a so-called alleged affair that he had with a realtor. And then they pulled the trigger on impeachment against Ken Paxton for things like misapplication of public resources, false statements, disregard of official duty, dereliction of duty, even bribery. The reality is Ken Paxton has only been guilty of one thing, and that's being associated with MAGA. He is considered the uh, one of the only, if not the only, true conservative attorney general in any state that we have. And the Republican Party is in the process of trying to remove him. And you think of the 16 counts against Ken Paxton, and is there one of them that has not already been proven to have taken place with the president, the sitting president of the United States, who is still in a position to be colluding with his son and colluding with enemies to line the pockets of his family in the form at this point of the art and people buying Hunter Biden's art? And yet the Republican Party, the only person they have attempted to remove from office, is a fellow Republican who's MAGA. Let that sink in a moment. And while that sinks in, think about the fact that uh, the left continues all day, every day to come after your guns because one of the main things that sits between their final attempt to take us over and convert us to a communist society is our Second Amendment rights. What company today has decided that they're not about protecting your Second Amendment rights after all? There's no liberty and liberty safes. And we're going to talk about that with Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners when we return. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Cation. Where my girls at? Where my two A peeps at? That's what I want to know. I tell you who's not. Your Second Amendment peeps anymore, if you if they ever really were, and that's Liberty Safe. Uh, they're looking a whole lot and uh, seemingly tasting a whole lot like Bud Light these days. After a story broke, thanks to the Hodge twins, about their friend, uh, a Nathan Hughes, I believe his name is, last name is Hughes, who was arrested in Fayetteville, Arkansas, on Wednesday, August 30th. Yes, Nathan Hughes. Um, I don't know why it took him two, it took the FBI two and a half years to find Nathan Hughes. I guess, uh, I guess he, you know, his, his card and the, the FBI, we found out yesterday, has done a deck of cards for all the Jan 6 bad people, 3,200. I guess Nathan James's Ace of Spades card got stuck in the middle of the stack, maybe. That's why it took him two and a half years to find him. 
Anyway, they rolled up into his house. Uh, he says 10 plus vehicles filled with armed FBI agents. I don't know why it took 10 plus vehicles. It was just him and his girlfriend who just had a miscarriage, by the way. They put her in cuffs, dragged her out of the house. He says, thank God their dogs uh, weren't harmed in the process. So these 10 plus vehicles rolled up and the only thing they didn't do to him that, that they did to Roger Stone was drag him out at 5 a.m. in the morning. They did unplug his home security cameras as well as unplugged his Wi-Fi. Then they got on the phone with the manufacturer of Liberty Safe, who just proceeded to cough up and hand over the passcode of the safe. And when I heard this story today, I reached out to my go-to guy on all things Second Amendment, and he should be yours as well. And it's Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners, and he joins me now. Hey, Michael Schwartz, thanks for being back on the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea, thanks for covering this. I think it's an important issue. Well, um, a lot of people are defending Liberty Safe today that are saying, well, look, they, you know, the FBI had a warrant and other people are saying, well, they've had warrants, too, to get into people's Apple phones. And Apple's been like, no, ain't enough. you got to show me probable cause of why you rolled up to somebody's house with a warrant and why you're trying to get into their phone. When far left Apple protects their cl- their clients, their customers' security and privacy, I should say, more than Liberty Safe, I think people have a right to be going, you know, this is, and this isn't even just about data or private information that might be on a cell phone. We're talking about this being what appears to be a backroom way for them to seize our guns. How do you see this story? Yeah, I, well, I think it's important to understand the nuance. I'm, I definitely do not. Let's just start right off the bat by saying I don't defend liberty, and I think what they did was wrong. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I think they made a huge mistake, and, and I don't recommend that people uh, purchase from liberty anymore. But let's let's talk about some of the nuance. Let's really try to understand the situation. So there was a warrant, but it was a warrant against the guy. The warrant did not compel Liberty Safes to do anything. So they they gave up the information, and now they they requested to see or you know to for for FBI, they have to prove there was a warrant, but the warrant didn't compel Liberty to do anything. They gave that up on their own. They made that decision. Mm. Um, so that's an important point. The other thing is, this is a, uh, I was safe with an electronic lock. Um, so I think a lot of people, anybody that's had an electronic lock knows that there's a master, uh, a master uh, code that you can use uh, to open up or basically reset the code. And we've all kind of thought to ourselves, well, that's, that's convenient in case something goes wrong. I can always contact the manufacturer and they can help me out. So that's not unusual. Every manufacturer has some kind of, uh, work around for the electronic code, but none of us were even it even considered that. Oh well, gee, this might be dangerous because they might give this code to other people, including the federal government. So I, I think from here on out, if you really truly want to be secure, um, you should at the very least get a mechanical lock, which is the kind that we all remember from you know seventh grade PE, where you have to you know go to different, you have to turn the little dial and go to numbers, and it clicks. The combination um, lock, right? With a combination, like you had on your locker. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a, exactly the mechanical one where you got to spin it. 
But the other thing, too, is uh, it's important also to understand the FBI was going to get into this thing, uh, into this uh, uh, safe no matter what. Um, they would have been able to, uh, uh, if they had brought the right equipment and a locksmith, they would have been in in five minutes. Um, a safe doesn't well, but, but really... Hold up just a second. Let me ask sure. you this, because you brought up a detail that's really important. We're talking to Michael Schwartz from Senegal County Gun Owners about the Liberty Safe scandal, if you will. If they didn't have, and this could be a really important lesson, I'm not law enforcement, I'm not an attorney, but there's differences in different types of warrants. And Liberty Safe was not subject to the warrant. What could the homeowner have done if somebody comes in and they've got a warrant to come into your home? Does that then mean that they've got they've got if Liberty Safe didn't have to give them access to the safe? Why does the homeowner, in other words? Uh, so in a, in a in a warrant, uh, and I, I don't I'm not I don't know the specifics of this case, but typically in a warrant. They have to be very, very specific. So, right. uh, in the right. warrant, it would have had to have said um, that they could that they can open up the safe. And if it, the warrant did say that, then they they could access the safe, whether or not they had the code. Um, and mm-hmm. if the warrant, uh, if they were, if they did crack the safe without the code, then that's a big problem, and that's that's something that'll right. have to duke out in court. Um, but the I, I do think it's important. I just want to be real clear with people. I think a safe is an extremely good idea. Um, especially if you have children, you should get a safe. Mm-hmm. But don't fool yourself into thinking that they that they are safe. That you, whatever you put in the safe is truly safe. Um, you can a, a, any a, a minimally trained thief with a little bit of time and some some pretty common tools can get into your safe within minutes. Um, a fire, you're not. It's not going to protect your uh, your belongings from a from a from a, even a mediumly serious, uh, uh, a moderately serious uh, fire. Um, it will keep things away from uh, opportunists. It'll keep uh, things away from kids, though. Um, but it's really what we're talking about here is the principle. And on, on principle, liberty is wrong. They are absolutely yes. wrong, and they're, they've proven they're not our friends. They should not and cannot be trusted. And at the very least, if you get a safe, get the mechanical, not the electronic combination. Did Liberty and and I've um, I know people with safes uh, for their guns and only the only people that I know really with safes specific for the guns are people that have multiple you know um, weapons in their home. Everybody else I know has like one handgun or whatever keeps it in the same safe they keep their cash in or whatever. They don't have like a separate gun safe, right? Um, did Liberty market themselves? Did they use the term Liberty because they they supposedly were a Second Amendment company? Oh yeah, I mean, their their Liberty is definitely. Uh, I, I'm sure you know they make. I'm sure they make saves. I know they make saves for saves for other reasons, but uh, um, they're they're very very much a gun safe company. So yeah, and, and you know, with using the term Liberty, I'm sure is playing on people's patriotism, mm-hmm. which typically gun owners are. Well, I I think that they what I would like to see happen then when you've got somebody that cooperated with tyranny flat out involving the seizure of somebody's guns. And and you know what? I believe in cooperating with law enforcement, Um, you know, if I'm forced to. For example, if somebody comes to my door and they don't have a warrant to come in, I'm not answering questions and I'm not letting them into my home. Right. Because the role of the the United States government um, is supposed to have probable cause. 
right? And we see, and, and, and the government has to, we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. We're supposed, there's supposed to be uh, protections against unlawful search and seizure. And um, however, if the government does everything right, I will be forced to cooperate, right? So I'm not encouraging anybody to not cooperate with the police um, when you're forced to well, cooperate. Can I, I'll tell you what, Andrea, that's an extremely yeah. good point. Can I put it in a little bit different way? Sure, sure, um, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm polite and respectful to law enforcement, um, but I'm polite and respectful to just about everybody. Um, so I encourage people to be polite and respectful to law enforcement, but I'm not cooperative with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I have to be compelled by, by yes, law. That's a better to, way. That's what I was trying to say. And yeah, thank you for clarifying. To give up your rights. You, you should be compelled by law. Otherwise, you should just be respectful and polite. Yeah, absolutely. You are not obligated to participate in your own persecution by the federal government and by the Department of Justice or even by local and state governments. And and we see that going on in this country. And then to see a, a, an outfit, uh, a corporation, a, a, a manufacturer who has marketed themselves as being one about our, our Second Amendment rights capitulating to tyranny is disturbing. And I hope it causes them to go bankrupt. And, you know, I, I don't typically have never been a part of a boycott, uh, boycott situation before. That's not really my style. But at this point, we have to use every arsenal in our bag. And I use that term, you know, metaphor in order to preserve our freedoms and to push back against it. And if somebody, the Bush doctrine was, you're either for me or against me, and any company that's showing that they're against me and participating in any way in the destruction of this country and our freedoms is going bye-bye from my pocketbook, even if it means people are going to lose their jobs, even if it means that safe dealerships and people that are like, I don't know if they're franchisees or whatever, close their doors because that's not my problem. And I'm going to do everything that I can and including using my pocketbook to decide uh, in terms of how I, I fight for, for this, for my freedoms. Yeah. Most of the, most of their safes are sold through local gun shops. Uh, so definitely don't take it out on the gun shops, but you know, the gun shops have other options. They have other safes there. I would exactly. buy their other safes and I would politely uh, let them know, Hey, I have, I have some, some serious concern, uh, uh, security concerns with Liberty. Therefore I'm going to go with another safe. I'm going to go with a mechanical lock, et cetera, et cetera. But honestly, I kind of, I, I went around uh, a couple hours ago and talked to most of the gun shop owners in San Diego, and they all dislike Liberty for other reasons. They've oh. they, they've disliked Liberty safes for for a while now. So Liberty has some real problems. They have some customer service problems. It sounds like, and now they have some uh, well, frankly, some Liberty problems. So I think it's yeah. it's definitely if you're in the safe market, um, that don't go with Liberty. To go with somebody else. Yeah. Get, give your business to somebody else and you're right. We don't want to take it out. It's kind of like, you don't, you, you, if you have a, a favorite place that you go to, to watch sports, you still go there. You just don't drink the Bud Light. It's the same thing here, you know? So we still want to give, we still want to support the local, you know, gun shops in San Diego. We want to do the things the, the right way when it comes to getting our guns. And we just will give our business uh, to somebody else. Uh, quickly, Michael, before we got to wrap, tell everybody about San Diego County gun owners. You bet. Thank you. Um, so San Diego County Gun Owners, we're a Second Amendment organization, and we get the right people elected on local 
boards and councils across San Diego. The other thing is we have our gala coming up, and you only have 24 more hours to buy tickets to our annual Second Amendment celebration dinner. Go to gunprom.com, gunprom.com, and buy your tickets. It's on uh, the 16th, so a week from Friday, or excuse me, a week from Saturday. So come out and celebrate with us. You could win a gun. You'll have a lot of fun. You'll have a great dinner. And again, San Diego County Gun Owners. Thank, thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you. Well, you're welcome. But don't you also have a little, little tiny little radio show here on the station? Yeah, we, yeah, we do. Every uh, <laughs> every every Sunday from four to six on this station, there's Gun Owners Radio. Uh, definitely tune in and listen to us um, again four to six on Sundays, where we talk about guns. We have guests, political uh, interviews, all kinds of fun. Well, Michael Schwartz, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. All right, and you guys stay tuned because there's an update on the shocking story that Laura Loomer has uncovered about Nazis, Ukraine, and the FBI and the CIA. We're going to share the update with you when we come back from the break. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. How y'all feeling about Ukraine, especially after that Laura Loomer bombshell investigative report that she's been putting out? And by the way, if you're doubting Laura Loomer, let me remind you guys, I know that she's been uh, she's been canceled, the most canceled woman in media. I know she's been defamed, demeaned, criticized because she dares to get to the bottom uh, and share the truth of a lot of what's going on in, in the U.S. government and in our corruption. And it's a shame that she's been so maligned because this is a woman that got her start at Project Veritas. So she knows a thing or two about uh, doing some real investigative reporting. I first found out about Laura Loomer after she left Project Veritas and was doing some really in-depth reporting on what they were trying to keep from us. Remember the uh, Vegas shooting and the hundreds of people that were shot and we never were given any real explanation? Well, it was Laura Loomer who was on their tails over there trying to push to get the truth to the American people, and they and that's when they started to malign her. So when when I share the the story about Ukraine, it may sound like oh my gosh, it's Loomer, or you may think there's no way it could be true, but it is true, and this is a hugely important story. I'm incredibly disappointed with my friends and fellow colleagues in conservative media for not covering this story because at least it should spark them to be asking questions. Right. And a lot of it has been documented, particularly when you see that every day Mitch McConnell came out today. What the first thing that he talks about when he comes out and takes to the microphones today to reassure the American people that he is still solid cocaine Mitch. Right. He's still up to the challenge to being Senate uh, minority leader. What's he talking about? His his agenda and what's important to him continuing to support and fund Ukraine. Anthony Blinken comes out today and dedicates another almost a trillion dollars to Ukraine today. I want to play a couple of clips that has to about no closer to a billion dollars, but it's buku bucks. Let's start with Blinken on uh, $250 million that he wants to give uh, towards food and more to the people of Ukraine. Food, clean drinking water, generators for communities. Today, we're committing an additional $206 million 
toward that effort, much of which is dedicated to helping the more than 6 million Ukrainians who are displaced. Really? Who besides me saw the TikTok videos going around of the beach clubs happening over in Ukraine? I mean, it looked like it was something out of Vegas, speaking of Vegas. You know, all the cool kids, they, you know, they all hang out at the pools and they get all the bottle service. From what I'm seeing, Ukraine is looking pretty, pretty awesome over there. It's certainly it's certainly well enough to where Joe Biden was over there recently and they had to they had to go with some canned soundtrack in the back of some guns going off. But then it gets even worse because then we got to hear Blinken's dedication of money to rebuilding Ukraine. Sticks, please play the second clip. At the Ukraine Recovery Conference held in London a few months ago, I pledged that the United States would invest more than five hundred and twenty million dollars in making Ukraine's energy infrastructure more than half of which has been destroyed by Russia, cleaner, more resilient, and more integrated with Europe. We're making new investments to enhance the transparency of Ukraine's institutions and to bolster the rule of law so that Ukraine's democracy (laughs) is even more responsive to the needs of its people and can attract the private capital needed to rebuild. We're engaged in assisting the government of Ukraine on anti-corruption efforts. You got to stop it there, man. <laughs> I'm about to j- gouge myself in the eyeball with my pen here. I can't stand it another second. First of all, he's talking about the Ukraine recovery conference. So after the U.S. pushes Putin in there, dedicates money to a war by proxy. Now we're on the hook for recovery. Is that what he's talking about? He's talking about bolstering the ru- <laughs> the rule of law. And democracy. There is nothing about Zelensky that's got anything to do with the rule of law. This is the guy that 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 shut down any opposition parties. This is the guy that shut down the media over there, so nobody can question him. This is this is an, a, a country over there where the one of the ministers or, or, or whatever that they call them over PMs over there was saying that to fight for Ukraine is to fight for the new world order. That's what they're about over there anti-corruption efforts. No, this is in large part also about covering up the corruption that went on with the Biden family and what happened with Joe Biden and Ukraine and Burisma. But there's even more corruption with the U.S. government and Ukraine, more ways in which which the U.S. government has participated in the destruction of Ukraine over there. And according to Laura Loomer, crimes against humanity, war crimes. She says here, uh, and, and you need to be following her. If you're not on X, the artist formerly known as Twitter, you need to get on there for no other reason than to follow Laura Loomer. She has been conducting this investigation actually after she happened upon an event with Nazis going on in Florida. She says that she believes for the sake of national security, public interest, and now her own personal safety, safety that she, meet, she needed to immediately release and publish what she has uncovered about the U.S. government's involvement in recruiting violent American Nazis, white supremacists, and domestic terrorists, and turning them into mercenaries and confidential informants in Ukraine to fight against Russians and kill civilians. She goes on to say, upon their return to the U.S., some of these Nazis are now engaging in perpetuating hate crimes and other felonies in the U.S., and they appear to, appear to be protected by our government from serving prison time, have de- received delayed prison time, and even reduced prison time. One of these guys is this Kent Boneface McClellan, who um, w- was um, – at this Altamonte Springs, Florida event where he was going, he was sig hiling all over the place and screaming Slava Ukraine. Uh, this, this event in Altamonte Springs was, uh, um, 
had 50 swastika flags. They were affiliated with something called the Blood Tribe and the Goyam Defense League. This guy, McClellan, is a Nazi who's, uh, who says that the CIA sent him to Ukraine to fight the Ukraine-Russian war. He is an American. He's an American citizen who recently was given a Ukraine citizenship. She says that she has overwhelming evidence that uh, the Nazis who are being backed by our government have not only murdered civilians overseas, but they've engaged in war crimes. In fact, this guy, Boneface McClellan, was in a picture, took a picture of himself uh, with a civilian that he killed in Ukraine. He's a violent felon who was arrested in Florida in 2012 by the FBI. He was put on the U.S. terror watch list. And then in 2014, he was recruited by the, the CIA and the DOD, reportedly being paid for him to, to travel to the Ukraine in 2014 to join right sector. And then the Nazi Azov Battalion in 2022, which our taxpayer dollars are funding. He came back in 2022. And she says, according to her investigation, he received a U.S. Army Expeditionary Medal for his, quote, services in Ukraine. She says in her investigation, she's uncovered social media posts in which he posed for a picture with wearing an Azov battalion uniform next to the dead body, aforementioned dead body of a civilian. She says this uh, image was verified and authenticated by a forensic analyst. She says, why is the Joe Biden regime funding Nazi death squads in Ukraine with U.S. taxpayer dollars? She went on to say that this guy... And she says, why is this man not in prison? You think about this when Terrio from Proud Boys, who wasn't even in D.C. on Jan 6, all, and he is getting, they wanted 33 years for him, slapped with a terrorism label. And this guy, an actual domestic terrorist, is walking the streets. She says because he's being protected by the U.S. government as an intelligence asset in the Ukraine-Russian war. This guy uh, supposedly called her last night. I can't verify this and says that he called her. Somebody gave him her phone number at 1 a.m. last night, and he supposedly put on his um, – tagged on a Twitter account that, quote, we have a visual on Loomer on a ham radio. He's not licensed to operate. Um, she says she has a responsibility to share this information that's been uncovered. She went on to say she also has tweeted out a police report, just in case you think there's no documentation to back any of this up. She's uh, tweeted out, X'd out a copy of the police report from uh, the Escambia County Sheriff's Office in Florida when the when this the video of Kent Boneface McClellan was filmed. And in that video, uh, he talks about the CIA hiring him and sending him to Ukraine. He says uh, this, according to the sheriff's office police report, the police report says, I then contacted the FBI and conducted a field interview on behalf of them. In the report, the officer wrote that McClellan is listed in the FBI's database as a terrorist. He also wrote that McClellan told him he's a member of Nazi militias. He also wrote in 2012 what we what I've already mentioned that he was arrested by the FBI. The police report mentions um, that uh, Boneface had traveled to Ukraine numerous times as a Nazi to fight against the Russians. So all this is documented. She goes on to say, why is the FBI and CIA using known violent Nazi domestic terrorists as assets? Why is our government paying for them to be sent overseas? Fighting on the, uh, uh, you know, uh, in the Azov Battalion. And more importantly, you know, why isn't Ron DeSantis doing anything about this? Ron DeSantis has this Goyam Defense League, these Nazis that are domestic terrorists running around his state. Why haven't they done anything to stop it? 
Why isn't anybody in conservative media? I'm not an investigative reporter. All I can do is report on what she's reported, but the, the, the police report she's put on there looks absolutely true. This video of him appears to be validated, appears to be authenticated. The picture, we know that, that uh, the FBI has already confirmed that they asked Jan Six defendants about, the, about this guy and being in pictures. The, the, so much of this has already been documented. So while American citizens have been thrown into gulags, denied their constitutional rights, because of political beliefs that they held about the outcome of an election, known neo-Nazi terrorists and possible war criminals are being given a pass and given coverage by the U.S. government. And why? Because they want a war. They want a war to cover up the crimes of Joe Biden. They want a war so that they can funnel money to Zelensky. And by the way, how many reports have you guys seen about how the money has been spent over there? Luxury cars, mansions, vacations paid for by Zelensky's people. Zelensky was a part of that FD-1023 whistleblower document involving the Biden bribery scheme with Burisma. Why isn't anybody in the mainstream media picking up this story from, from Laura Loomer? Where's Fox News on this? They're nowhere. And you want to know why? Because they're all in the tank. The Uniparty. And I said this as soon as COVID was over, all of a sudden we had a push for Ukraine war. And all of a sudden, all the same talking points about about COVID were being used on us with Ukraine. The same talking points. The Uniparty was all in unison about it. If you dared to question it, you were a Putin puppet. If you didn't want to, you know, fully fund and give a blank check to Ukraine, you didn't care about democracy, you didn't care about national security, and just like if you weren't willing to wear a mask, you wanted to kill grandma, if you're not willing to fully fund Ukraine, you want Putin to take over the world. It's all been a con game, just like the open of the show when I talked about the con game with the impeachment. Crimes, crimes, crimes all over the place being committed by the Biden crime family, the U.S. government, according to Laura Loomer in the case of Ukraine. Republican Party doing nothing about it. The only person they're going after is a Republican state attorney general. Julie Kelly is anticipating a superseding indictment by Jack Smith and possibly more charges coming against Trump. But you know what? A Wall Street Journal poll came out today showing Donald J. Trump doing every time they hit him with an indictment, his poll numbers go up. We're going to share that poll with you when we come back from the break. So don't you go anywhere. Final segment of this hour's Andrea K. Show coming right up. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show final segment here. You know what is completely yummy, but not as good as a vanilla donut from Sunny's Donuts and Kearney Mesa. Unpaid uh, sponsorship there. But there's a Wall Street Journal poll that came out today that had just about blew George Stephanopoulos's good head of hair right off his head today. He called it shocking, absolutely shocking, that 73%, two-thirds of Democrats are saying uh, that 80-year-old Biden is not up for another four years in office. Quite frankly, I want to know where the other 27% are at. Have they not seen him? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, and by the way, Corinne Jean-Pierre tried to justify Biden running out of a Medal of Honor ceremony yesterday without a mask on, by the way. I mean, I'd feel sorry for her, but quite frankly, it's it's awful yummy and juicy watching her squirm at the podium because when you're a diversity hire and you don't have any business being there because you don't have the skills, then you know what you deserve to squirm. But let's get back to this poll because the Dems are squirming over it today. The poll also indicated that uh, if there's a rematch of Trump and Biden, um, that they're tied at 46 percent. This is really the shocking part to me because it just really goes to show that if if 46 percent of this country are still willing to vote, two thirds say that Joe Biden isn't up to it. But 46 percent are still willing to vote for him. We in some trouble, people. What was it? You know what? I'm not a fan of Whoopi Goldberg, but I love that movie Ghost. And one of everybody's favorite part is when she says, Molly, you endanger girl. Well, you know what, America, you endanger. If 46% of the people would still vote for this, especially after he went over to Maui and started acting like a kitchen fire in which he almost lost his Cadillac was equal to children being incinerated. And by the way, we haven't forgotten about Maui here. Media isn't covering it. Who's still talking about Maui? Who's still talking about the fact that according to the Hawaii State Department of Education, that there's still over 2,000 children missing? They're just going to keep slow walking it until everybody forgets about it. And then about a year from now, after the primaries, then they'll slowly release the death count and it will be in the thousands. So shame on you if you would even consider voting for Joe Biden at this point. Only 50% of voters expressed a concern that Trump uh, would, uh, uh, about Trump's age. Uh, most of the voters in the poll say that Trump was mentally up to the job uh, or mo- more voters for Trump than Biden said he was mentally up for the job and had a vision for the future, cared about people like them and had an impressive record as a president, then said the same about Biden. The incumbent president boasted advantages over his predecessor in the categories of honesty and likability. This is shocking to me. How in the world could Joe Biden be, be more likable than Trump? These, got, these have to be people that don't watch any, any media whatsoever. Well, well, what's, well, what's your, your, your excuse me. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to laugh at him. You know what? He doesn't get any cover for me because he's old. No, you get cover for me when you're old and your job is to sit around and watch reruns of Gunsmoke. Okay, then I will give you cover for being old. I'm not going to give you cover for being old when you're a creep who goes around sniffing little girl's hair, who made his daughter take showers with him and sold off the country to China. No, not going to give you a pass. Um, it got mixed in back to the poll. Voters expressed mixed opinions about Trump's mounting legal troubles. Thirty seven percent of voters uh, said that the criminal indictments against him made them less likely to vote for him. But twenty four percent said they're now more likely to vote for him. And that went up, by the way, in the African-American community. Not because and by the way, some people were like, well, you're just so racist if you think that black voters are going to want to vote for him more now that he's been indicted. Well, it's not because we think of black people as being crooks. It's because the African-American community has long felt that there was a pipeline uh, to prisons for them. And they do see themselves as being victimized by the Department of Justice and law enforcement. And so they see a kinship there with Trump at this point. Um. 35% that the indictments would have no effect on their decision. Um, Same way with me. 
1,500 respondents participated in the, sur- uh, in the survey with a 2.5% uh, margin for error. The Real Clear Politics average polls has Biden with a 0.7% lead over Trump. So um, some other updates in terms of the 2024 Republican primary is that headline on Drudge today, I don't really look at Drudge much, but DeSantis donors are dumping that chump. Um, but the interesting part is that they're dumping him because they think that Nikki Haley has a better shot of winning the general election, which tells me they're really the chumps. They're, they are uniparty, rhino establishment hacks. You have to be. You have to be a former Jeb dude to think that Nikki Haley has a, even a remote shot at winning a general election. She's incredibly unlikable. She brings no no reason for anybody to there's she provides no reason for a Democrat to go and vote for her, no reason for an independent to go to vote for her. And if you're a Republican or MAGA, you should be running away from her. This is a woman who started. She was one of the OGs of protecting the swamp by being one of the OGs of cancel culture. She was an OG of woke. She was the one that started all the statues being taken down because she stupidly allowed Dylan Roof's slaughter of black people in a church to be tied to the South, to be tied to Dukes of Hazard, and be and, and 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 pushed for statues to be taken down. And Nikki Haley has come out to say that DeSantis and Ramaswamy are just Trump light. Well what does that say about her? It says that she's exactly what I just described. Would I vote for Nikki Haley over Joe Biden? I don't know. I don't know. Because I've been saying for a long time now that it's not a win for me to have somebody with an R after their name. If they're going to, you look at what the, what the R's have done besides Trump. What George W. Bush do? It was no daylight between him, quite frankly, and Obama's presidency. It's not a win for me to have just an R after. What does that do for me? What does it do for me to have an R after somebody's name? It's just going to be more of the uniparty. Same crap. Not interested. Did she do a good job at the UN? Well, I mean, what did she accomplish at the UN? What did she do? The Abraham Accords and how the Middle East was was tra- was was um, transformed had nothing to do with her. Anybody can read a script and talk tough, and who, who cares? We shouldn't even be in the UN. That's not that's not a resume item for me that I'm impressed with. All right, we got second hour of tonight's show coming up. Wednesdays on Hump Days always means the financial thought doctor is going to be in the house. We recently brought to you guys a great, phenomenal news you can use. Um, uh, segment with him talking Irma Solutions. Coming up, we're going to be talking about reverse mortgages. I love when I can bring you guys content that allows you to make money, maximize your money-making opportunities, tap into money you already have that you don't know about. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for Dave Elhoff and his expert on reverse mortgages, Don Graves, who's going to be here. And don't you go anywhere because this is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.